Studies show that as Americans, we are the top when it comes to exhaustion. Mental exhaustion, physical exhaustion, psychological, emotional exhaustion. We are one of the most tired countries out there. Each day, U.S. citizens consume a total of 400 million cups of coffee, but it doesn't seem really to be helping. A recent study by the National Sleep Foundation found that millions of Americans are exhausted, and they found in that study more than 50% of Americans, so closer to like 58% of Americans, that no matter how much rest they get, they still feel tired, right? We cannot seem to focus. They feel uh, very disorganized, and they just say that uh, a poor sleep schedule is due to uh, their low levels of energy. And so also, they found in the, sleep, in the study, the, uh, the American Sleep Association, they saw that 60% of the people that they uh, were looking at, that those under 50 said, 50 years old said that they had a moderate to se severe stress, which means even more exhaustion. So we're exhausted, we're tired, right? And we are stressed. And you might be thinking, okay, Father, thank you for that. You know, uh, now I'm even more tired and I feel even more exhausted. And so what is your proposed solution? And so what I would say that is the solution, right, if we're just so tired. What is the solution? It's not a day off. It's not a vacation. Um, and it's not more sleep. The solution I would say today is Mary, the Blessed Virgin Mary. And you may be like, okay, what does that have to do with anything? And I'm just going to talk about quickly two benefits of having this relationship with Mary to reduce our stress, to reduce our exhaustion, to reduce just everything that's going on in our lives. So we can just have a little bit more mental, emotional, psychological, physical break because we all need it. I know I'm not the only one. Right? So the first benefit of being devoted to Mary. Mary reduces our exhaustion without us even knowing it. That's the number one, I would say, benefit of having and being devoted to Mary. We'll talk at the end about what does that mean to be devoted to Mary. But the first benefit, right? She, without us even knowing it, she's working for us. And we see that in today's gospel, right? In today's gospel, if we pay attention, Mary's working behind the scenes. Nobody goes up to her and says, Mary, they're out of wine. Hey, Mary, we're your children. We're getting married. We need your help. We're out of wine. Nobody from the wedding itself approaches Mary, especially not the couple. They don't go to Mary. Imagine if they went to the married couple and they said, uh, we're out of wine. Then what would happen to that married couple? They would be even more exhausted. They've already been planning for a wedding. In the Jewish culture, weddings are four days long. We thought Chaldeans are bad. Four days long is a wedding. So imagine they're physically exhausted, they're mentally exhausted, they're stressed out, they're planning, they're preparing, and all of a sudden now, they go up to them, if they were to go up to the married couple and say, you're out of wine. Imagine how much more exhaustion would have come into their, into their lives, into their wedding. And what does Mary start doing? As a mother, because they're devoted to her, how do we know they're devoted to her? They invited her. They didn't invite a statue to the wedding. They invited Mary to the wedding, which means they're devoted to her, they know her, they wanted her there. And guess what? Without them even knowing, she starts working. And that's what Mary does. As a good mother, she sees a need of her children, she steps up. And I don't know about you guys, but we need Mary because she's constantly and continuously working behind the scenes without even us knowing. So we need more of that devotion to Mary. Oftentimes we pray for something and maybe it comes that we pray and we ask Mary for. That's us showing her that she's working for us. But what about all the things that we will never see or hear of, like this wedding couple that Mary has done and only in heaven she will say, because you're devoted to me, this is what I did for you. Or because you weren't devoted to me, look at what I wanted to do, but unfortunately you just didn't want me around. Not that you hate me, you just don't want me. 
especially right now, just in general, Protestants, even Chaldeans who are Catholic, you don't need Mary, you don't need Mary, you don't need Mary, Mary's done, blah, 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 just, that's what we hear. But that tells us even more how much more we need her. As the world starts pushing her away further and further and further away, she wants to extend her help and her assistance and her intercession even more to those who want her. Because she wants to help everybody. But when they're like, no, thank you, we don't need you, she's got even more to give to us that do want her. So I would say that is the first benefit of, uh, of Mary, right? It's just her working behind the scenes tirelessly without us even knowing it if we're devoted to her. Second benefit I would say of being devoted to the Blessed Virgin Mary is that Mary has God's ear more than any other person on earth or in heaven. Nobody has God's ear like Mary. Nobody. If we back up just a little bit, there's an important detail in today's gospel. It says, on the third day, there was a wedding in Canaan, Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. On the third day, that number three, it's important. That number three, what does it mean? Number three is the Trinity. We believe in one God and three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. What does that have to do with Mary? Because there is nobody in heaven and on earth who is more, again, who has the ear of God and is more connected to God than Mary. So when we're devoted to her, guess who's in God's ear? Mary. Why is she more... Have, has more of God's ear than we do is again because Mary is the spouse of the Holy Spirit nobody here is the spouse of the Holy Spirit if you do talk to me after we might need to do some prayers on you for confusion nobody here is the spouse of the Holy Spirit nobody here is the mother of Jesus and nobody and all of, a, lot, a lot of the women here are the daughters of God what is Mary she's the spouse of the Holy Spirit she's the mother of God Jesus and she is the daughter of God the father she is related so you, in sync with all three persons of the Trinity. Nobody else is like that. No other human being, no living person or has passed away is more in sync and has more of God's ear than Mary. So when we're devoted to her, she's constantly interceding for us. Major benefits, you guys. Bigger news than if the Lions win today and it's a big deal and we hope they make it to the Super Bowl. This is great news. Even greater news today is Mary. And that you need her. And the more you think you don't, the more we need to realize that we do. To constantly be devoted to her. So those are the two benefits. And again, how do we become more devoted to Mary? What does that sound like? It doesn't mean praying 10 rosaries a day. It doesn't mean constantly, you know, it doesn't, it, it's going to look differently for each of us. I'm just going to go through just some few points and we'll wrap up. How are we devoted more to Mary and really obtain these benefits so we can be less stressed out, we can be less anxious, she can work on our behalf, we can be less exhausted as her children. Because we're trying to do all the work. It's not working. So how do we devote ourselves to this great news of Mary being our mother and really taking advantage of her motherhood? First is we can rest in her throughout our day. Rest in her. I was listening to a, an exorcist on YouTube the other day, and he, uh, an exorcist is somebody who, uh, if somebody's possessed by the devil, the exorcist goes and he prays on them. This person who was possessed revealed to the exorcist and said to the exorcist this. He said, the most single and most powerful event that ever took place in history was Jesus coming into this world as a human being. And of course, his resurrection is attached to that. 
The demons are afraid of that Jesus coming into the world. They, all of hell shook when he resurrected from the dead. They said the second most important, powerful event that ever took place in history after Jesus is coming into the world as a baby and then resurrecting, the second most important and most powerful was Mary at the cross. Why? Because there, she's in perfect unity with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uniting her sufferings to, to the sufferings that her son is going through. So when we rest in Mary at the foot of the cross, throughout our day, we take ourselves back and we go to the cross. And rather than just carrying our crosses by ourselves throughout the day, let us go to the foot of the cross. All those crosses, whatever it is that you and I are dealing with today. Upcoming exams, family issues, finances, our anxieties, our fears, whatever it may be, we're carrying them and trying to just control the situation and we're more and more exhausted. So we go to the foot of the cross in our imagination and we rest with Mary because that is the second most powerful place to be throughout our day today. We rest with Mary. You guys know the statue of the Pieta where Mary is holding the dead corpse of Jesus after they've taken him off the cross? Be that corpse because that's what we look like. We're that exhausted person let her hold us at the foot of the cross. Because there's power there. There's strength there. We have Mary's ear there. And the devil doesn't want us there. So wake up. We're sleepy. We're tired. We're over-caffeinated. Wake up. That's the first place, is to rest with Mary throughout our day. That's how we grow in our devotion versus carrying our own burdens by ourselves. Second is, is the rosary. The rosary. And I have to be honest, I was talking to uh, Sister Rita yesterday. I was opened up. I felt like she was my confessor. I was confessing to her. And I said to Sister Rita, Sister Rita, I've been praying the rosary for years, and I don't think I've enjoyed it not one time. People pray the rosary and they love it. I used to, I don't want to say hate, but chasa, the guys in seminary, I prayed three rosaries. I loved it. I was floating. I was like, I hate you. I was so annoyed. I could barely get through one. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And sister shared with me, sister Rita shared with me, and I didn't know this, but Mother Teresa used to hold a rosary throughout her day. She said, it's because I'm holding the hand of Mary. Wasn't that sister, Mother Teresa was praying the rosary throughout her day? And maybe she was. We just hold the rosary. Mary, that shows our devotion. I'm just holding her hand. I was leaving church, mass, uh, the other day, and I was driving home. It was late. I was exhausted. Again, exhaustion, tired, stressed. And I knew I had to pray my rosary. And I was mad. I was annoyed. And I heard Mother Mary say to me, let's just, why don't you just hold the rosary the whole way home? Is that less powerful than 50 Hail Marys? No. Not in our mother's eyes. Our scrupulosity is, I got to finish it, I got to finish it, I didn't focus, I got to start it over. Or you know what, I don't even want to do it because it's so tough. Brothers and sisters, start it every day regardless if you finish it or not. And don't feel bad or guilty that you didn't finish it. Be devoted to your mother. Hold her hand. And let her be with us throughout our day. And I'll just end with this. St. Maximilian Kolbe said, Never be afraid of loving the Blessed Virgin Mary too much because you'll never love her as much as Jesus did. 
So when we feel guilty and people say, why do you pray to her and you are offending God? Don't fall for the trick. She must be that powerful of an intercessor as a mother who wants to work behind the scenes and in front of us when it comes to our mother being there for her children. And so let us be devoted to our mother to decrease our exhaustion and rest in Mary, especially at the foot of the cross, especially while holding the rosary, especially using the second most powerful name in all this world, which is the name of Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.